Greetings, guys. Good morning. I come to you on this beautiful, cold morning um, just to speak about the Jezebel spirit and to bring about a testimony that will help someone to be delivered, to be free, and it will comfort someone because the Bible simply says we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the power and the words of our testimony. And here we go. Bear with me, guys, and be gentle with me as I delve into this. Um, it has been a very difficult topic throughout the years, but God has given me peace and deliverance. He's given me comfort, and he's also given me courage to walk therein. Amen. Um, and Jezebel, the definition is Jezebel is an immoral woman who deceives people. In order to get what she wants. A female who is seeking attention from and possibly plotting to use someone who is wealthy and of notoriety. Or otherwise desirable in order to gain status in society. She is often beautiful and she knows it. She uses her looks to her advantage to lure in her next victim. She doesn't enjoy being out of the loop. She very much has to be the center of attention, but also doesn't have many real friends because of how shallow she is. She will do anything and will use anyone to get what she wants. She is interested in the people that she's interested in purely as a status symbol and will toss them away and move on when they no longer satisfy what she wants. Jezebel Chase, the daughter of Ethbal, or Ethbel, the king of the Zidonians and the wife of Ahab, the king of Israel, and this can be found in 1 Kings chapter 16, verse 31. This was the first time that a king of Israel had allied himself by marriage with a heathen princess, and the alliance was in the case of a particularly disastrous kind. Jezebel has stamped her name on history as the representative of all that is designing, crafty, malicious, revengeful, and cruel. She is the first great instigator of persecution against the saints of God. Guided by no principle, restrained by no fear of either God nor man, passionate in her attachments to her heathen worship. She spared no pains to maintain idolatry around her. In, her, in its splendor, 450 prophets ministered under her care to Baal. Besides 400 prophets of the Rose RSV, prophets of the Eshra, which ate at her table. And this can be found in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 19. The adultery too, too was of the most debased and sensual kind. Her conduct 
was in many respects very disastrous to the kingdom, both Israel and Judah. At length, she came to an ultimately end, as Jeru of Jehu, let me say, rode into the gates of Jezreel. She looked out of the window of the palace and said, Had Zimri peace, who slew his master? He looked up and called to her chamberlain, who instantly drew her in from the window, so that she was dashed into pieces on the street. And his horses trotted her under his feet. She was immediately consumed by the dogs of the street. And this can be found in 2 Kings 9, 7-37 and 1 Kings 21, 19. Her name afterwards came to be used as a synonym for a wicked woman. And this can be found in Revelations 2 and 20. It, be, it may be noted that she said she is said to have been the great aunt of Dido, the founder of Cartridge. Guys, I'm about to delve into my testimony and I present to you seven abuses that I have experienced and have also been delivered from. I've experienced spiritual abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal and emotional abuse, mental and psychological abuse, financial and economic abuse, cultural abuse, and identity abuse. And here's my testimony about my generational curses and traumas that God himself delivered me from, denouncing the Jezebel spirit. My biological mother was dominated by a harlot and a Jezebel spirit. She, indoct she indoctrinated me well on how to operate in that sameness as a parent, as a child. She never married, making it her solemn duty to live her life through my intimate relationships by way of manipulation, dictatorship, and religious practices and falsified doctrines. She allowed me to be molested in the confounds of her home when I was a kid. My mother, that is. But she was also molested. While accusing me of the assault seen to my face on numerous occasions, avoiding the conflicts and the contact and the conversation of the violations, she said it were my fault. To this present day, she has not properly healed herself, nor has she held herself accountable for these assails. She taught us, my brothers and I, the dope game. She taught us how to cook crack rock cocaine. The ATF and jump out boys kicked in our doors often with search warrants for weapons and drugs. We were groomed to hustle and finesse our victims bartering our souls for materialism and popularity, only to be honored, worshipped, and reverenced by the public and its opinions of our status quo, just to be seen and to have a superficial life. 
I had to therapeutically turn from my wicked ways, heal myself, forgive myself, forgive my family, forgive my parents, forgive my mother, forgive my abusers, and move on with my life. I put in the work. This evolution germinated my healthy boundary setting. From what I'm told by close relatives, my grandmother, our grandmother, so to say, also was possessed by the same generational curses and spirits as well. By the time our grandmother became our, our, me and my brother's custodial parent and caretaker, God, our saving grace, had been redeemed. She'd been redeemed. My grandmother, she was redeemed. She had been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. She got delivered from her past sins, her offenses, and her oppressions. She put a halt to all of her numerous monotonous sexual affairs, her excessive drinking, her going out to second lines and parties, her smoking and hanging in nightclubs, hole in the walls, we used to call them. (laughs) We used to call them. We all were victims of exploitation. My grandmother, my mother, and I. And I'm quite sure that my aunts have experienced some things in their lives as well. Because this is generational curses, guys. We were victims of domesticated abuses, violences, and violations. Therefore, our family generational curse and trauma in this sense in a matter stops at me and with me. God called and used our G-Pizzle. <laughs> That's what we used to call her, my brothers and I. Our adopted mother, our grandmother, God employed Olantha Richardson, strength and endurance to commence and dismantle our generational curses. All praises are overdue to Olantha Mama Peaches Richardson. Hats off to you, my girl. I salute you, my queen. You are and was the epitome of a very valuable, strong, powerful, compassionate, courageous single mother. Raising all of your children, all nine of them, and your grandchildren, countless of them, um, under the same roof. And at 19, I mean 1619 and 1621 North Villery, in an oppressed and a marginalized community for decades, you did this. Worked multiple jobs, sold snacks and fruit and frozen cups. You made a way for us. You now live through me. I am because you were. You carried your cross without mumbling or complaining. I now aspire to be all you have ever hoped for me to be and all that you ever dreamed of me being. Your work was not in vain. I pray that my present life is a present unto you, my love. I am a reflection of your hard work and dedication. And To our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you kept us in church. No matter what was going on around us, 
no matter what happened in our home, you stayed on your knees praying. You taught us to pray. You was a praying woman. May you and our Heavenly Father continue to be proud of me. May your spirit rest upon my heart like the dew in the morning. I love you, Grandma, and I thank you. Subsequent, my acrimonious and hard divorce of 20 years, God placed me in the belly of the beast with the Angola 3, the bottom of the heap with Robert H. King, with my ex-domestic partner. He was a public figure and a miscreant of 29 years in solitary confinement and 31 of those years altogether, he was in prison. And while with this man, while there, in that relationship, I remained faithful and committed to one man and one man only. No matter how exasperating, daunting, or difficult the relationship became, I promised myself and God that I would sacrifice my entire being to breaking the Jezebel yoke of bondage off my life. And without fail, I achieved my self autonomy and salvation from on high in that relationship. Just as my grandmother did in the valley, in hardship, in the fire. To accomplish the mission of freedom and liberty in Christ Jesus. My mission was accomplished with with the grace and the mercies and the spirit of God on my side. Jesus walked with me through the valley of the shadows of death. Yes, he did. Yes, God did. So guys, we fit health and wellness, pathway to peace, new beginning ministry incorporated is available to aid and assist you in your healing, your deliverance, and your recovery journey if you've ever experienced or encountered any one of these types of abuses. We can be reached on Psychology Today on our website um, at New Beginning. It's mb-mi.org, our contact page, which is our last page. And you can book us at any one of our services at wefithealthandwellness.studio slash book. And Psalms 27, 10 and through 14 simply says, When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in a plain path. Because my enemies, because of mine enemies, deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies. For false witnesses have risen up against me, and such breed out cruelty. I had fainted unless I believed. To see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Guys, I tell you to wait on the Lord and be of good courage while you're doing it. And he will and shall strengthen your heart. Wait on the Lord. We can be reached at 512-797-3484 is our business line. 
Again, we also can be reached on our multiple platforms. We're on Google as We Fit Health and Wellness. We're on Google as New Beginning Ministry Incorporated. And we're also on Google as Pathway to Peace. And all of our links are embedded into our Facebook pages. Um, our website again is nb-mi.org and we fit health and wellness.studio. Please feel free to contact us if you're in need of any deliverance or if you have suffered in any kind of way or would love to be delivered from abuses, traumas, and things that have kept you hostage. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we need to learn how to fight in the spirit and not in the flesh. It's not the person. It's the spirits that controls the people. So we have to know that our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So you can't conquer what you don't confront. So until next time, guys, peace and love.